0: Hello and welcome to Saturday Serial, the latest podcast from the Normal Nonsense Network. I'm your host John and we're going to be talking about some serials, some cartoons and all other kinds of good stuff. So welcome to the first episode of Saturday Serial and um, some of you may know me I'm John I'm one of the hosts of Normal Nonsense the podcast myself and Damien do once a week um, and if you're not hey go over and listen to it as well we've got over 50 episodes there now on on that channel so definitely go catch up and listen to us literally ramble on for hours at a time or an hour out of time i suppose and um, but this is my new podcast that i've been thinking about for a while i did attempt this uh, last year at one point where i spoke about the the x-men animated series and it just wasn't the way i wanted it kind of to go so i kind of stopped and i've been messing about for a while now looking at different ways of doing it um, i love cartoons i love serial and there's nothing better than combining those two things together. So what this show is going to be about is, literally, I'm going to be eating cereal. So for all you ASMR, is that what it's called? The little, those sensual noises that might might fit into one of your kinks, Um, because I'm going to be eating some cereal. This week on the show, to kick it off, I kind of thought I might as well go with one of my favourite cereals of all time, and a fairly popular cereal, and probably my favourite cartoon, I suppose, of all time, especially when I was a young wee boy. Um, so we're going to be talking about some Lucky Charms, the original Lucky Charms, um, none of the kind of the, the branch-off ones, not this episode in any way, we will be looking at them. And we're going to be talking about the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, uh, if you lived in Ireland. Um, of course, if you didn't live in Ireland, they were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so we're going to be looking at that, we're just going to be looking at a no-review of, of the show itself. I'll probably do some more episodes where I deep dive in on a couple of episodes some of my favorite episodes and things like that we're going to be chatting about the the show itself the origins of where it came about and of course we're just going to be talking about cereal because who doesn't love cereal so i've got a bowl of lucky charms so anyone who doesn't know what lucky charms are uh they're a cereal with like a frosted kind of marshmallow Um, really good one of my favorites from when i was younger then they kind of you couldn't get them in ireland anymore but in the last last year or so i suppose kind of american candies and cereals have become really popular again and a lot of shops a lot of like mainstream shops as well stock them they are that bit more pricey but a lot of smaller shops even now are holding them um, and getting them in and and not just cereal like loads of different things so it is really it's good to see so we're going to try we're going to jump straight in Oh, so good. <laughs> it is one of those breakfast cereals but that almost does hurt your teeth. But it's it's a really good, good breakfast um, or good cereal even for any time of the day. That's the, the main thing to remember about cereal as well. Cereal is not just breakfast. Cereal is it's a lunch. It's a dinner. It's a midnight snack. It's it's everything. Um, and it should be respected as such it's the multi-meal you're not going to eat i don't know a bowl of spaghetti for your breakfast well maybe i don't know i probably would um that's a bad example (laughs) so i know you wouldn't do that but i would um yeah so the original lineup of lucky charms sorry i was bending over there oh um just to get some of my notes i've actually made notes this time around that's what happened to me the last time when I was doing the uh, the first version, I suppose, of this show. I didn't make any notes, I didn't do any research. I hoped for the best. Um, and it didn't really pan out the way I'd hoped. Uh, Lucky Charms were introduced in 1963 with the mascot Lucky. Um, he had a couple of different names, I suppose, as well. <laughs> he was known as Lucky the Leprechaun. Obviously, he is a, a little leprechaun. Um, or LC the Leprechaun. Um, And for a while as well, he was also known as Sir Charms, which I think that's what he should go by uh, all the time. No, like that, I suppose, most commonly he is known as Lucky. Um, He is the little stereotypical Irish boy on the front of of the box. Um, When Lucky Charms, of course, was first brought onto the scene, it included four marshmallows. So that was the Pink Hearts, Yellow Moons, Orange Stars and Green Clovers. Since then, so I was just looking there on the packet, that i have here and it's no longer four there is one two three four five six seven eight uh marshmallows now so that includes uh rainbows hearts horseshoes a crescent moon a i don't know if it's a four leaf clover it's meant to be a hat with a four leaf clover on it um a unicorn a balloon and a shooting star so kind of Still you've got the hearts from the original ones. You've got a a moon, I suppose. Half moon. You've got the green clovers. And you've got a shooting star, so um the heart. I already said that. Yeah, so they're all the kind of the originals are still there in some kind of form. Um but yeah, so I have a few here. I've got a a outside of the bowl. And I mean you could eat these just as like a snack. You could get I got a a while ago I got like a bag of marshmallows, but they were just they were cl- like branded as Lucky Charm marshmallows, but they weren't. Didn't have that crunchiness to it. It was just a marshmallow in the shape of the Lucky Charms ones. But they've also included over the years. They've had blue diamonds, purple horseshoes, which obviously now features whales, the red balloons, which also now feature rainbows, which are also there now. Pots of gold, uh, leprechaun hats, which I'm presuming is what the green one is now. It's what it more looks like than a green clover. There's a green clover on it. Shooting star, which you now see. A man in the moon. Maybe that's what the blue moon is now. It's not actually a crescent moon. Maybe it's just a... Uh, the man in the moon. Um, right? A hidden key. A magic mirror. And an hourglass. So it's kind of have a, a different... Lining up over... Over the years. For me, Lucky Charms is... It's one of those series that when I... If I haven't got a box in the house, I... I I miss it. I need it. There is, there's a whole, like, different range. You can get chocolate ones. I think there's, like... I don't know I think like, I think it was like a rainbow mix or something where the actual the cereal part in it is a uh, is actually rainbow. I could be wrong now. But I mean the cereal by itself, well let's give a little taste. I mean I eat that as well. If it was just a bag of the cereal. There is the knockoffs as well. You can get marshmallow Mateys. Um I remember one year I was in the States and I bought I think I was in a Kmart came out of a walmart and they had like these massive bags of marshmallow mateys i bought a bag of that and eh not not as good the marshmallows didn't hold up in the milk um it was there yeah a l- sogginess set in very quickly um sogginess wise with lucky charms so at the moment i'm like i suppose i probably had this bowl now for just since the start of like just before i started recording so we're looking at just under the 10 minute mark i suppose um but the cereal is still a little bit crunchy it's it's holding up well um, and the marshmallows are i mean they've kind of it's like they've they're still solid but they've dissolved and they're just kind of sick as soon as you, you get them into your mouth they're, they're disappearing um i love lucky charms i've said that lots and lots of times now um for like there's been times as well throughout the line where like i think in the mid 70s or so they actually replaced um lucky leprechaun with a a wizard um but there was like massive backlash from it um so they kind of went back and, and they brought lucky back um yeah i don't know what the wizard's name was i remember reading something about it that's probably what i should have written. i just have there was a the wizard for a while um but waldo waldo the wizard um he he was actually the, the spokeswizard but yeah public backlash from it they wanted they wanted lucky back and they brought him back in due course it's good to see i think like a lot lately as well like we're noticing in i'm assuming it's like in other countries as well but i've noticed that like a lot of the mascots have started disappearing off um cereal boxes I know you've still got kind of like Cocoa Monkey and, and, well, even Tony. I don't don't see him too much. Tony the Tiger. uh Snap, Crackle and Pop as well. They're kind of like they're still there, but they kind of, they don't really lean into it. I know that was a whole kind of, you know, trying to get kids to eat healthy and, and lean in the way. But, I mean, breakfast here should be fun. Um, and I should say, like, over the course of this show and, and different episodes, I'm going to be looking at all cereals. Like, I've got Weetabix on the line up there. Nothing wrong with and um, We're going to be looking at some of the... One might be seen as bland, but it's not all going to be those the sugar-filled ones. Mm, mm, mm. Right, let's get in to some turtle action. For me, my like young life was dominated by the turtles. I had it all. My bed clothes. I'm still actually wearing. Recording the podcast at the moment. The bed actually has a sheet which was mine. I when I was younger, and it has. It actually has the branding on it as well is the uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles which is what they were known as in Ireland because the word ninja um, just was seen as too violent so uh, it wasn't, wasn't allowed. Um, there's also something that I read and I, I suppose I can't really remember but apparently nunchucks were seen as like a deadly weapon like a really deadly weapon. So in all of the versions that aired in Ireland a lot of Michelangelo's scenes or fight scenes were actually cut down. Um, or completely removed and it was inserted with him just having like a grappling hook or or something else Um, he didn't really use the the nunchucks but they seen swords and the size they were okay that was totally fine but nunchucks no 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 they we were too deadly i remember for a while as well um i used to always try and make my own nunchucks i'd get to toilet roll um the cardboard kind of inserts in the toilet roll and a bit of string and make my own lethal weapons of nunchucks um and yeah so i was i was obsessed turtles. i had all the toys i had it was like i had all the videos of it um but i also would record it off the telly excuse me um yeah it, it dominated my life i mean everything i i enjoyed other cartoons but i mean turtles was the be all and end all i there's even a video of my i think it's my seventh birthday and uh, I had a, a Michelangelo birthday cake. So Michelangelo was my favourite of the of the four. um. And he was just, he was a party dude. Like what can you not love about him? He was the, the lovable scamp. I do think the turtles are responsible for a lot of things for me in any way. So I, I am obsessed with pizza. Um, I, I'm obsessed, well not obsessed but I love New York. I've been to New York three times um, in the hopes of, of falling down a sewer and being mutated. But sorry but um yeah so the original idea of the turtles came from a comic book which is i suppose very it's kind of commonplace nowadays with the likes of obviously marvel uh, and the dc kind of cinematic universes taken off but they're obviously like directly from from stuff that's been there for years which is the same i suppose for turtles realistically um the turtles comic the first was uh, printed in 1984 so it Featured again, the four turtles: uh, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, and Raphael. Um, and I'm going to get back in. I'm going to get into the origin story now in a minute, through the cartoon, I suppose, side of things. Uh, it's heavily kind of based off Daredevil, so there's a lot of similarities. So in Daredevil, the I suppose the kind of the criminal organization or the ninja organization is called the Hand. In Turtles, it's the Foot Clan, of course. Um, Michelangelo, or oh not some Michelangelo's, Um, Daredevil's kind of mentor is called Stick. The Turtles' mentor is of course Splinter. So, a lot of similarities uh, even in the cartoon. It's like a I think it's like isn't it a blind guy gets hit and that's how the mutagen falls or the turtles fall into the sewer or something like that. But it was an independent kind of comic back when when there wasn't like, you know, there was no kind of independent scene, I suppose. Um it was a massive, massive achievement that it, it's where it is now. Um, I mean, it's it like now the turtle comic is like a really popular thing. Like they've got a, a range of different series and multiple characters now have appeared uh, throughout it and there's been crossovers. They've done crossovers with uh, Batman. I think they may have actually done a crossover comic with the Ghostbusters as well. Yeah, they did. They done I think that was IDW, um, done a a crossover with the yeah with the Ghostbusters. So I mean it's massive influence. I uh, it's very hard to kind of get your hands, I suppose, on a lot of the the original kind of turtle stuff. You can get it in kind of the like you know uh, compendiums I suppose. I've got a, a couple of them of the original kind of work. It was also so spoiler alerts in the first comic um they kill Spl- uh Shredder because they hadn't planned that it was going to be successful or anything. They kind of were like alright it's a, a one and done kind of thing so he does he he dies Um maybe not in the first one. was it the first one he dies or is it after a couple of issues i think they had only maybe planned um to to have him yeah maybe it was i'm not sure sorry for the pause there <laughs> i tried to see i can't remember who he, he does die they kill him off very early and um, because they didn't They didn't have a plan you know it was they were funding this themselves they hadn't got the money for uh for multiple like multi-series kind of thing or anything it was fully off their own back at the start of it but now into the the cartoon the the good bit And that theme song alone I think just shows, uh, it's one of those theme songs that anyone I suppose my age, in your 30s now, um, straight away it brings back a lot of memories. Um, and it would have been Saturday mornings for me, sitting in front of the TV, watching watching the turtles, uh, getting home from school, watching the turtles, <laughs> eating if I even have a, a turtles, I'll put it up on the Instagram, um, a tray, it's like a breakfast tray. So it has like a space for your cup, a space for toast, a space for your cereal. And I might like start using it for the show. But it was like such a handy little thing, I used to love it. I still have it, and I do still use it from time to time. (laughs) And I let my my own son use it. But, yeah, so it was based obviously on, the cartoon itself was based on the comic by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Laird, I can never say a second name. Um... It ran from, I suppose, the original, like when it first aired. It was back in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, nineteen eighty seven, and it ran all the way up to ninety six. So that was ten episodes over that time. Oh, ten! Sorry, ten seasons, and with a total amount of one hundred and ninety three episodes. And like as it kind of got on, it got progressive progressively weirder, i think like there's episodes where they they go and they visit ireland and that is i'm gonna do a deep dive on that episode itself further down the line um but yeah still look the origin story is rose i don't think you know unless you've never and the turtles now as well they're they're everywhere well, not that they're everywhere but there's been so many uh reimaginations of them um, we've had the movies, we have had the remakes of the movies, we've had remakes of the original cartoon, we've had remakes, or we've had live action versions of the show as well. Um, video games, like I said, comics. I mean, they done a musical tour as well, uh, the stadium tour <laughs> that the Turtles did, which again will probably be an episode all in itself. But the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, as it was known, or heroes, like I said, the word ninja was. Was deemed too violent in a lot of uh, European countries. and um, ourselves, the UK, um a few other countries that I'm not off the top of my head I don't not necessarily sure. Um but yeah so it's set in New York City in the sewers of New York City. Sewers? Sewers of New York City um and basically what happens is so the the turtles are they're pet turtles and they get dropped down into the sewer and they fall into a mutagen kind of a thing and they start mutating but before you know, I'm, j- I'm jumping a bit too far ahead here and um, before all that so down in the sewers is a man um who has been living there for a while uh, ham hamoto yoshi um who was this noble like ninja warrior guy who was banished for um being framed for trying to kill their sensei of the foot clan by his now i suppose now nemesis of his once student orokosaki um so he he's banished he goes to live in new york and he's living in the sewers and um, these turtles fall down he kind of takes them in and he he starts to look after them he's you know they're pets they're keeping them friendly he before that he was just mates with rats um and then yeah one day suddenly he finds them and they're crawling around in this weird glowing goo and it turns out this thing is going to mutate them. So it mutates them in, or mutates anybody who touches it into the animal they have most contact with. Or the thing they've had most contact It's not a thing, is it? The animal they've had most contact with recently. So uh, the Turtles, because they've been mostly in contact with uh, Splinter. Well, sorry, he's not Splinter at this point. Uh, with Himatayoshi, they turn into humanoid versions. Um, and then, of course... Uh, Himato Yoshi turns into rats because he spent most of his time at rats. Um and yeah, so they're fully formed people basically, and he becomes like a rat, or well, a human human rat. Um so he he names them all. He gives them the names of his favourite Renaissance painters. So you've got Leonardo, you've got Donatello, Raphael, and of course Michelangelo. And they give him the name Splinter, um, and he teaches them in the way of the fuck, I suppose, and teaches them the masters, the master mastery, sorry, of ninjitsu, um, which I'm pretty sure is what it is down. in it's not a thing. I thought that was from the Lego movie. Ninjitsu, honorable ninja master name, do do do. Yeah. So do he, does he teach them? Sorry um so yeah so he teaches them in the way of the ninja uh teaches them up gives them all and then this okay so this is where i've got the questions <laughs> firstly where do they get the nice belts with their names on them um secondly where do they get the weapons from well i suppose maybe he just brought them with them with them from japan i never actually thought of that see when you're old when you're younger you don't question these things the, the whole kind of basis that they're human turtles that never fazes me um or it doesn't faze me now either it's more well hang on a minute where do they get those where do you get those swords from um they 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 don't explain it i don't think i don't remember if they explain it in the cartoon at all where they come from but i suppose it makes sense that he had brought them with him maybe and um, when he was banished but after a while and anyway uh, his n- now nemesis or okasaki arrives in new york as well and um, he's now goes by the name of the shredder and he's got this massive metal Faceplate and mask and spikes um he also now is the leader of the foot clan and he's turned him into a criminal organization who are just out to to dominate the world uh he also teams up with the alien from dimension x krang who goes around in a an android body he's like a little brain um who comes from dimension x who's come to our world like that to take it over um so they kind of they're teaming up and they're they're trying to beat the turtles. The turtles become their nemesis. The the turtles head out to try and stop crime. Um, and they they like that. Of course they meet along the way. They they meet people. I'm just I'm stuck now on actually where do they get the weapons from? They don't explain it at all, and I don't think that's something that they could just have bought. I mean, he's he's a homeless man. He like. I don't know how did he get into the country with them how did he get into the country as it is actually they don't explain there's a lot of gaps actually now in this in the cartoon version I might have to read back over the comic and see I don't know if they explain it in the comic either I don't think they do hmm interesting but any anyway you've got um four actually I'm probably jumping all over the place here which I apologize for I'm just excited it's the first episode guys first episode <laughs> um But yeah, let's just bounce back to the actual Turtles themselves. So each of them kind of have their own kind of talents, I suppose. And as it is explained in the team song, of course, so Leonardo leads, uh, Donatello does machines. Raphael is rude, which I don't see that being a talent, really. And also Michelangelo being a party dude uh, just seems like, I mean, that's probably not the type of person you want on your team. You know, he's probably just... I mean, if that was like a group of lads... And it's like, oh, there's there's Mick, the the party dude. You're like, fuck, he's going to get wasted and, like, get us fucked out or something. And then you got Raphael, who's, like, he'd be the lads that's, like, out to start a fight. Um, You got probably, like, Donatello would be on his phone all night to, like, his girlfriend. Like, she's probably giving out that he went out. And Leonardo, probably the only one, like, with his shit together, has his house, is married. You know, everything is kind of going, going normal for him. But he'd be really boring. And you kind of, you wouldn't want him to be going out with you, like um he'd be the one that'd probably give out about everything you know the price of things and and stuff like that uh but in a context, context sorry of a cartoon i suppose it does work but still i don't think a party dude is someone like and i know he's my favorite like and he was my favorite because he is a party dude um but i suppose it is uh looking at how they they all balanced each other out and while it was like that i suppose a lot of the stories in it were like about them coming together and that not you know right leonardo was the leader but he needed you know sometimes he needed to listen to to the other lads and there was uh you know times that maybe like they needed to to lean on each other a little bit more um instead of always depending on on leonardo and of course leonardo and, and Raphael would clash off a lot you know i think Raphael always felt he should have been the leader um you know and splinter i suppose i don't know like why did he choose leonardo like Let's remember, they were turtles, like just normal turtles. I don't see what, like, was Leonardo, like, was he, like, showing leadership as a turtle? The turtles do that. Um, I don't know. It's just a very strange kind of kind of thing to think about, or to yeah. I don't know. See, I'm thinking too much now. I'm starting to question everything about this show. But um, yeah. So Leonardo was the leader, a bit of an asshole. To be honest, I never liked Leonardo. Um, I never liked Donatello because when I was younger, I suppose it was that like always the geek you wanted, no one wanted to be you know, you don't want to be a geek or whatever, says the you know, the boy like fucking watching turtles, um and who was (laughs) sitting in his his turtle onesie with his turtle blanket and his turtle teddies. Oh, I don't like Donatello because I don't want to be a geek. Um but I still don't like him. I don't know, just a bit of a know it all uh raphael yeah i think raphael is kind of he's a is a good character um, a bit stubborn but i just think michelangelo is the he's the only one who's you know he's just probably easy on but like that i'd say if he was your mate he'd probably be a bit of a wrecked ahead you know just out looking to get fucking pissed all the time um but through the show as well they made friends of course along the way and one of the biggest friends and one of my first loves of course was uh, april o'neill the channel six reporter who gets mixed up in it all Um, she gets attacked and the turtles kind of come to her rescue and then she passes out and then comes around and passes out again and and they uh but they become best friends and she you know she looks out for them there is that weird kind of like the the, the turtles want to have sex with her kind of vibe i always got that through the cartoon and especially then in the in the most recent movies where you know michelangelo clearly wants to just fucking ride her um so it is very strange. One of my least favorite characters ever and still to this day and recently I've I found the DVDs so I've been watching a few like and the DVDs are a bit annoying cuz well it's not that they're annoying. I suppose it's like you get like a Leonardo DVD and a Michelangelo like kind of it, a couple of episodes just there like you know the greatest hits I suppose kind of a thing. Um so I've been watching them with my son. But yeah, Vernon was just and still is to this day is like my least favorite character in the entire show, um he was just such a fucking little pissant, um just never liked them, never never connected with him on any level at all, so uh, yeah, I think I know he was you know kinda needed, probably, but but I mean, all the characters in this were like I suppose there is that they're just all memorable in their own kind of ways of course so shredder uh who was voiced by the dad from uh fresh prince who sadly passed away there a while ago um i mean an iconic bad guy i suppose i personally again i'd put him up there with you know when it comes to bad guys i'd put him up there with one of the most iconic uh bad guys of all time Um, definitely like in line with the likes of the joker and and that kind of uh whole kind of grouping, i suppose you know of like iconic bad guys i definitely put them up there um and then krang as well i like you know never a big fan of Krang either and um, it was his voice which was really annoyed me as well when i was younger and of course krang had the amazing the technodrome which is massive kind of base that had a massive eye on it and would be tunneling underneath the city and everything um, and then of course you had the lovable buffoons of bebop and rocksteady who again were also changed so they were just normal tugs, and they were they were changed into a warhog and a rhino um which was you know i suppose we do see a lot of kind of like mutants coming in um into the into the show throughout uh, then i suppose kind of other notable so the foot clan themselves were like i mean again a fairly iconic kind of uniform and design on them they've got those big kind of heads the purple and black and um, they were I mean, yeah, I still you know I was a little bit scared of them when I was younger as well, even though it was only a cartoon um they just yeah something something used to freak me out about them but um and then, kind of suppose as seasons went on, my favorite 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 bad guy out of all of them, and it's purely down to the way he used to kind of talk was Leatherhead uh, he was a, a, a crocodile, an alligator, um he had a little waistcoat. I remember even have the toy of Leatherhead and just it was a it had like moving parts like the mouth open which was just wasn't something that toys done back then so it was it was uh, it was great having a toy that moved but and I am going to talk about the toys as well so hold your horses um others like the Rat King who was the the king of the rats um and then you had Slash who was kind of like a bad turtle basically um and then there was kind of like there was a general Tra- trag uh who was from dimension x um and i mean like that's just literally scratching the surface of the bad guys that are in this and like i said we will revisit the turtles throughout this podcast and we will be talking about the different different episodes different bad guys we probably do will do a, a rating of of bad guys but um yeah so like that I suppose the turtles was one of the shows for me when I was younger. Like that, it's one of those shows that I remember very clearly. I I remember the opening like credits kind of very clearly. Um, it was different at the time for me in any way, and I suppose I am. I'm just talking from my point of view. Um, yeah, it was. It was strange, but it was ju- it just worked. I mean, because you know they're turtles they're ninjas you know and they're also teenagers and they're mutants um so it was it was just one of those things that it clicked it was that i think it was that right mix of like just weirdness and not normality but you know something that's kind of familiar um and i did i i would always make sure and it was one of those things i suppose as i got older it it was great to kind of see it come back so many times and even now kind of recently uh i think nickelodeon now kind of owned the turtles or whatever um and there was a a newer kind of version a while ago i don't know if it's still going but even i was like able to get my son the figures for that and it like i have to say the designs i do actually really like they've kind of made them all almost different types of turtles um which is really good and i do really like it but i think it is a lot more like looney tunes kind of style cartoon you know like they run off a cliff and they keep kind of running for a little bit until they fall uh where the first version of the cartoons was very realistic in that sense that you know there wasn't any like eye popping or you know things like that um there was no like if they ran off there wasn't like a puff of smoke kind of thing it was that normal kind of cartoon and i would have been very used to watching kind of like the looney tunes and things like that at the weekend um so to kind of have a cartoon that was more strange but normal well it was really good i connected with it really well as a child it was one of those things that i would escape into and even like as i got older as well it's one of those things like i remember episodes very clearly and even kind of like that watching back some episodes with my son i'm like i remember this i know what's going to happen and it brought back a a lot of really good memories as well from when i was younger Um, it has had a lot of different versions of it as well they've introduced um they introduced a female turtle i think that was in the live action kind of show mona lisa was her name or was it venus or something something like that i can't remember now what it was um but yeah i wasn't a massive fan of the live action show and then there was the different kind of versions of the cartoon i think there's been um well there was kind of like a cgi version of the cartoon um there was a version i think before that as well and then i the course oh it has kind of you know it's come back around again and again it seems to still hold like a a fair amount of popularity i think nowadays as well it is very hard to kind of be like have good cartoons because like the likes of i suppose like cartoons are after kind of getting more adult almost like if you look at the likes of like regular show adventure time like gravity falls things like that they're more like there's a lot more adult jokes in them and it's more the animation style i suppose is more adult and just yeah they're not the same as they used to be uh cartoons so i do think it is hard for the turtles like i suppose there's a lot of shows that their thing is that they're weird you know like they don't necessarily like i suppose if you look at the likes of regular show you know it's about like what a blue jay and a is he a raccoon um like the two the two characters and that and then like you know they like boss is a, a gumball machine and and you know it's kind of like just thrown enough stuff like just throwing random stuff and seeing what lands and what sticks um now don't get me wrong i love regular show um but I think it's hard for like the you know coming in and for people who don't know the origins of the turtles, I don't know that this is like a a remake kind of a thing. It's like oh look, they're just trying to be trying to be strange and trying to be weird, and but it is great to see it still kind of come around again, like with the movies as well. When I was younger, like when the live action movie started coming out, that was I mean that was the stuff of dreams when we were younger. You know, we didn't have like you know you could watch a TV show or read a comic back then, and, and that was it. Like that was your your fill um you know and even you might we had the batman movies and things like that but like again they were more for like adults so i suppose when the the live action turtles came out it was it was a, a kids movie you know um and it was i mean i mean i watched it recently again and it yeah not great but i mean it does it holds it pretty well um on some some things of course as you're older and you know nowadays we've got youtube and we can look and see at all the bloopers and things like that and you know the parts where they open them out and you can see the the person's eyes on the inside and things like that so there is parts of it that obviously you know, when you look back but i suppose like that's anything um it, it will you will find the flaws in it but i love the turtles that is the main thing to take away from this episode like i said this is just my first episode just kind of warming up kind of getting used to not having uh demo the other end to kind of be responding to i've never really i know i've done a few episodes of normal nonsense by myself and i've done i did obviously a 10th uh saturday serial before as well so uh yeah just kind of getting used to things just getting getting in the flow um like i said i'm going to be looking at a lot of a lot of different cartoons and serials throughout the the different shows i am aiming to have this as a weekly show every saturday it will be available on spotify or on anchor or on apple podcast or, or google or wherever you listen to your podcast um hopefully uh hopefully i will be able to get it onto everything for you i am on instagram as well saturday serial podcast um yeah we're on there um and we are we're hoping to build this is we'll all link in obviously with normal nonsense as well and we'll be kind of looking at i'll probably have demo on onto this show maybe uh, down the line, cartoon wise, if there's any suggestions or stuff that I've never seen, like a lot of people have kind of been saying to me about watching uh Dragon Ball Z, never watched it, never uh, could like couldn't tell you the first thing, couldn't tell you a character's name, so I definitely want to want to check out some things. I am going to be focusing more on episodes as well as it goes on. and um, I kind of just wanted to get into because turtles is something I know vaguely a little bit about, um, and just have a lot of good memories. And even as I'm saying that, I'm looking. I have actually a, a little knitted. Um michelangelo that i think my mom made me um i'd like to say from when i was a child but it was probably only a couple of years ago she done it um and i actually have a turtle's backpack it's actually a turtle shell again i'd like to say it's from when i'm a child but again i think i bought that maybe five years ago or something um so yeah i mean turtles are still a massive impact i still do have a lot of my original toys as well which i have passed down to my son um, very reluctantly, I should say as well. I I kind of didn't give them willingly. Um, a lot of them were in my my mom's house, and you know we were visiting. She was like, "Oh, I found this. So look, you can give this to him." And like, can once she said that, I can't say no, you know, can I? Um, but yeah, I was very lucky as well. I get I got to meet Kevin uh, Eastman a couple of years ago at Dublin Comic Con. He was a really nice guy. I mean as i got older and i found out more about turtles and realized oh, this is you know one one of the guys who's responsible for it um i definitely kind of had a a lot more like appreciation as well i suppose for the creation of it and to kind of see how they came up with the idea and how they put like literally everything that they had into it um and how it's now just this global phenomenon or got to the point of it i definitely think i'm going to do an episode on the um i think it's called coming out of our shells they done a tour i might even have a little guest on for that now as i'm talking about it but i do want to keep on going with this i want to get more familiar with doing the podcast by myself and we're doing a solo podcast so any suggestions or any tips or anything you think i could do better or worse or whatever it might be please do let me know um i am aiming to have this out every week i hope so uh, my schedule at the moment will allow for me to record it at least once a week in any way along with normal nonsense. Like I said, I'm definitely gonna be promoting normal nonsense here. If you've never listened to it, I'd really uh I was gonna say I'd really suggest, but please do go over and listen to that. You can also check us out on Instagram as well, Normal Nonsense Podcast. Um I love doing that show with Damo, it's it's a good laugh. It's great to kind of be able to chat to one of my best friends every week um and we're hoping to build that that up as well you can also actually buy some merchandise at the moment for normal nonsense so if you're interested jump on over there and listen to one of our most recent episodes Um, the 52 53 i think it is uh, episode where we talk about how you can get your hands on that merch i'm not going to talk about it right here right now maybe next week if we've still got some limited items left i might give it a little plug um But, yeah, I'm going to be, like, that breakfast cereal, cartoons. I'll probably talk a little bit about comics as well as we go on and maybe some other kind of weird stuff um, that I enjoy. This is going to be my little sanctuary where I can come each week and spew some more shite. So if you're not getting enough shite from me on Normal Nonsense every Monday, you can come over here then on a Saturday and get more. So, I mean, that would be interesting, won't it? I want to thank everybody for taking the time to listen to this show. Um... I had aimed for it to be only a half an hour, but I suppose for a show and kind of getting a feel for things. um, Yeah, I probably didn't even talk that much about the actual Turtles, but I really appreciate it. What I'm going to do as well, at the end of every show, I'm going to leave a little bit of cereal in my bowl and I'm going to kind of give it a final rating um, of, like, sogginess-wise, I suppose. I'm going to have to think of a name for a scale. So... uh, marshmallows first oh very soggy literally just like like mush just disappears nothing there and the actual cereal itself yeah mush now to be fair it's been like 40 minutes or so over 40 minutes now the cereal has been sitting there the weird thing as well about i suppose is um the cereal uh, the milk kind of goes like i don't know I think it's meant to be like a green kind of colour. Well, I suppose it's probably just obviously the food colouring from the all the marshmallows mix, So it is kind of like a grey colour. Um, but all in all, I'm going to give Lucky Charms out of 10. I'm going to give them a 7. Um, 7.5 actually, 7.5. One of my favourites of all time. But, I mean, they do get soggy. And I am the type of person that will start eating a bowl and then forget about it. So I like to be able to come back and still have some some nice crunch to it not too much crunch though you know you're expecting a bit of sogginess uh thank you for listening to this the first official episode of saturday Serial. i will hopefully talk to you next week if you have any suggestions jump on over to the instagram account and let me know slide into my dms as they say thanks a million and we'll talk to you next week